0: In his essay "What Libertarianism Is," John Hospers tells us that libertarianism, as a moral theory and as a political theory, as a way of living one's life and understanding ethics, focuses on a particular conception of rights. And the general idea is that every single individual has some rights. We can call them natural rights, if you want. That that's the way that Hospers talks about it. You could just think of that. Them as rights that do not devolve from a person's situation or background or government they are theirs by virtue of being human and every single individual has these whether the rights are actually respected or not doesn't mean that they do or don't have the rights it would just be that those rights are in many cases violated so each individual has certain rights and these rights should not be violated as he tells us a little bit later he says when i claim a right i Carve out a niche, as it were, in my life, saying, in effect, this activity I must be able to perform without interference from others. For you and everyone else, this is off limits, and so I put up a no trespassing sign, which marks off the area of my right. Each individual's right is his no trespassing sign in relation to me and others. So a right is a way of saying, this is mine, and you can't take it away or you can't transgress against it without violating my moral status and without doing a bad or wrong action. He goes on and he says that Every right entails a duty, but the duty is that of forbearance, that is, of refraining from violating the other person's right. And he gives the example of, if I have the right to life, then you can't kill me. And indeed, he's going to say that there are three main natural rights that libertarianism focuses on and takes as paramount, and those are life, liberty, and property. Now, if that formulation sounds somewhat familiar to you, because it's enshrined in the U.S. Declaration of Independence where instead of property, Jefferson had pursuit of happiness. Humankind is endowed with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. That's because an earlier formulation which Jefferson drew upon, which is found in the works of John Locke, actually does say life, liberty, and property. So that's where that's coming from. Now, what do these fundamental rights involve? So the right to life includes not being killed, obviously, because then you would no longer have the life, but it extends further than that for the libertarians. It also includes not being harmed not being injured in your body. If I happen to cut off your hand, that doesn't mean that I somehow respected your right to life because now you're maimed, right? Or if I injure you in other ways, like I pollute your environment and get you sick, that would be violating your right to life. It also has to do with not being attacked by other people. So he has some examples of this in terms of what laws ought to do. He says, libertarians support legislation as will protect human beings against the use of force by others. What are these sort of laws? Laws against killing, attempted killing, so attempting to kill somebody is also wrong or bad, maiming, cutting off somebody's you know bodily parts, beating, and all kinds of physical violence. So libertarians probably wouldn't extend that to, say, hurting somebody's feelings. right? That's not actually threatening their life, but there's a wide range of things that are. The second right is liberty, and another word for liberty is freedom the freedom to do something or not to do something and hospers goes a little bit further into this for him he tells us this means conducting one's own life as one chooses he talks about having a set of options before one being able to select between these right in accordance with the alternatives open to that person and here's the key thing without being here's the key word coerced by others. So if I come in to your shop and I'm, you know, being a person who's a criminal, trying to get protection money out of you, and I say, you know, really nice shop you've got here, I'd hate for something to happen to it, I'm coercing, right? If I'm telling you that you must go to college or you will not be able to have a job, I'm coercing you in some way, right? If I am bringing pressure to bear on you, and there's lots of different ways that one can bring coer- so we should be able to do what we want without being coerced by others. And he tells us, again, looking at laws, what are some laws that pertain to this? Well, He says, laws that protect freedom of speech. This is a big thing for libertarians. They are very much connected with the discourse on free speech. Freedom of assembly is also quite important, being able to get together with other people. Those things should not be impeded by others unless they, you know, let's say you're doing it on on their property. And that's a good segue to talk about the third main right, which is the right to property. And this is a a very important. Important one. Hospers clarifies for us that the right to property involves the, the right to work to sustain one's life and the lives of whichever others one chooses to sustain like one's family. So it's not just about oneself as an individual. It can be about others as well and then to retain the fruits of one's labor. So this is very important. The libertarian idea is that people will, in fact, work so that they add value in some way and generate something that's their property. A paradigm of this would be the farmer who tills the ground, making it suitable for agriculture, plants the seeds, waters it throughout the season, weeds it, harvests it, brings their stuff to market. That is their property that they're bringing to market because they have invested their own labor, their own work into it. They've added value. It's a little bit more difficult, say, in a corporate context where your value might be doing something with Excel documents, right? You didn't create Excel and you didn't create all the data that you got, but you, you did generate something which is your work product, right? And you are, you're compensated for it. So property is incredibly important for libertarians. He tells us that it, you know, it includes not only real estate, anything you can call your own, your clothing, your car, your jewelry, your books and papers, your knowledge could even be that intellectual property, right? And he says that we have the right to work for it to obtain non-coercively money or services which you can present in voluntary exchange. So what do we have to protect when it comes to property? He says the right to property includes the right to be defended against confiscation somebody taking your property nationalization the government coming along and saying your factory now belongs to us eminent domain again something where the government comes in and says well we need to put a road here so we're moving your house robbery there's a more individual thing trespass trespass is when somebody goes across your land or into your domicile without having permission then there's some other very interesting ones in here fraud and misrepresentation Somebody who defrauds you is, in some respect, attempting to take away your property. Patent and copyright. Then he says libel and slander. How are libel and slander going against your property? Because your reputation is part of what you own for a libertarian. So all of these things come under that right to to property. Now, the, the upshot of this is, as he says a little bit earlier in the essay, each human being, this is the libertarian doctrine, each Each human being has the right to live his or her life as he or she chooses compatibly with the equal right of all other human beings to live their lives as they choose. So one can enjoy these rights doing what one wants to do, provided one recognizes and respects the rights of others along these exact lines. If I want somebody else to recognize and respect my right to my property, I have to be willing to do exactly the same for them. If I don't want them to try to attack me, then I have to be willing not to attack them. Otherwise, I'm doing the wrong thing. And insofar as I transgress others' rights by the way that I act, I am misbehaving. So that doesn't mean I can do anything I like with my property. You know, for example, there's a little silly trivial example. It used to be that we had these lawn darts that were long since outlawed and because they were very dangerous. <laughs> they had these giant metal tips on them, which made them really great for throwing. And you had little circles that you you would throw them into, and they would stick into the ground. Every once in a while, somebody would throw one up in the air, and then it would come down who knows where, and sometimes people would get injured by them. So if you're having a pool party, and I, you know, start throwing lawn darts indiscriminately into the air, and they happen to land near, even just in your property, I'm placing you in, in danger, right? Even if it doesn't hit you, you've got to claim against me because I violated your right to life by using my property in a way that I wanted to. So it's not that you can do anything whatsoever with property, liberty, or life. It's that you have to respect others' rights as well. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page.